Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. I am your host, Chris Fuller. And this is Mark Hyde. And on today's episode, man, we're going to talk about should we be dating somebody that ain't a Christian? Or should we? I don't know, but we're going to dive into it. Mark, you ready? Let's go. Let's go. What's up, Fuller? What's going on, my friend? Dude, in podcast land, it has not been a while. But for you and me, it's been about a month. Almost a month, yeah. We haven't recorded in a month. How have you been doing, dude? I am all thrown off tonight. I am out of my (laughs) element. I am not... You look good, though. Well, thank you. You look real good. you know... And podcast mindset, I'm not there yet, so we got to dive <laughs> into it and get in there. See, I feel fresh, man. I just came off vacation down in Southern Illinois with the yeah. in-laws. We went to the zoo all day one day. We went to the... Oh, dude, okay, so St. Joe, Michigan. Have you been to Curie's Kid Museum yes. ever? Yep. We went to one like that on steroids. Yeah. Like down in uh, St. Louis, uh, we went to uh, Magic House. We Beth and I went into downtown St. Louis by ourselves with no kids. Went on the Ferris wheel. The the arch was closed. We couldn't do that. So it was a good, busy, lots of naps. Beth had to take over the last leg of the journey home because I was getting too tired. Nice. At like four in the afternoon. Wow. But it was a good time, bro. That's good awesome. Good time with family. Every time you say St. Louis, though, I think of VeggieTales. Meet me in St. Louis, Louis. Meet me at the fair. Veg- VeggieTales. Well, I, I know that's like, like meet me at St. Louis, like an old, it's an old book song, or old song, always, but there's a play based off of it. Right, but I, th- I always think of... Jerry and Jimmy Gord singing it as they're in their shit. They're like, meet me in St. Louis, Louis, meet me at the fair. Which which video of VeggieTales was that? That huh? was uh, Are You My Neighbor, I believe. I don't know per- if I know pretty that sure, one. Pretty sure that is. It was episode two. Because <laughs> Where's God When I'm Scared is episode yes, one. Yes, that's like OG. And Are You My Neighbor, I believe. I'm pretty sure. I did that's not know. Two. Like, that's really old OG. Which Fun people fact. might not know this. <laughs> you wanted to work. I actually big idea studio. I started going to school for graphic design, which was like the stepping stone to get in there. And I, yeah, I was like, I can't sit in front of a computer for eight hours a day. That's just not me. So we moved on. So then you became the the airplane aircraft. Yep, aircraft mechanic. Did you work for a specific company like Allegiant or Delta or Southwest? No, not in a commercial setting. I, I worked for General Aviation in a place called BCP Aviation out of Ocala, Florida. Yeah. So. And now you're, and now I'm a steel worker and a podcaster and a podcaster and a house flipper and uh, don't say that. <laughs> Hopefully, this is the last time. Oh, uh, you flip what? This is your third house flipping in five years or something like that. Third house in, or has it been a little longer? Yeah, than no, that? third house in five years. That's unreal, dude. Yep. Oh, that's ridiculous. And all of them have been like, oh, I got to go in and gut it <laughs> every last but you, one. But you make these houses look so pretty, though, man. You're I know. so good. They're at like it. HGTV quality, and then it's like, oh, see, this sell. is the beautiful thing about you and Janiel, right? Which, side note, we got some fun things in our pocket. Speaking of Janiel, but she has like the Joanna Gaines mindset when it comes to style of design. Oh yeah, like you can see your old ki- your your old kitchen is our podcast artwork cover. It's on our like, bus- that's business your, cards. It's on everything. That is legit your old kitchen, right? Like, and then so she has the ideas, and she and then she's just like, "All right, Chris, I want this," and, and I'm like, got, "I got you." I've got the chip chip Gaines hard head. Where I just bash into a wall and break it. That's fair. Ah, That's fair. Which we which we were able to join you for those people who are on Instagram and I think Facebook as well yeah. to join you and talking about you were thinking about what it's like to be a carpenter right. and, and how Jesus was the master carpenter and yeah. stuff like that too. Yeah, it was uh, some good time with Jesus right there while I was sweating and bleeding and while I was sitting out in front of a computer doing graphic design. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, Mr. Mark, dude, this is episode 99. 99. Good, sir. And <laughs> for just going to throw it out there, this episode was actually not supposed to be the episode no. we recorded for 99, but nope. we got together and Mark goes, bro, the two episodes we're doing, they have to be done back to back. We can't go into it season three and split up these two episodes. Mm-hmm. He goes, we have to tie because Because one is predicated upon the other. He's like, I got I got an idea. I'm like, all right. He goes, what about, can we date somebody that's, you know, not a believer? Now, we should say we're both married. We're happily married. We're happily right. married. Right. So we're talking about us. Right. But, but 
I was like, that's a good conversation that we've been talking about having for a long time, and we've just never plugged we it in. We just never did it. I don't so, know why we've never done it. So it's going to be a fun episode so tonight. we have this no is, notes. This is off, Nothing. The, off the cuff. This is true, real and talk Christian. speaking of uh, off the cuff, ne- next week is bum, episode 100. Two for giveaway. So it's going to be our two for giveaway. Yep, yep. We're getting two coffee mugs. Yep. Two t-shirts. Yep. Four. And, and we're going to make sure it's whatever color and size you want from right. the so, store. So it's going to be a little delayed on you getting it, yep. but that's just because we want to make sure we get your size. Yep. Correct. And then there's going to be four books, anything from the Apostles' Creed to Christology to Sanctification, and I don't remember what the other book uh, was. It was a devotional, I feel yes, like. It was yes, a devotional it was, book. It was, it was devotional. And then you're getting the CSB Study Bible. Yep. From Lifeway. And they donated that to us too, which is so did. cool. And then I'm getting a little froggy, and if I got time, I might throw in the bag of coffee with it too. I don't know. We'll see. It'll be a surprise that when you open your box, if I get time to do it, it'll That'd be there. That'd be pretty dope. So you got a, a lot of things going to be coming your way and, and mark how do they enter you know and, and we're not giving people a whole lot of time normally we give people like a week week and a half but we're giving you what like five days from right. time of like time of re- this episode release to right. get your butts onto facebook and on instagram so here's how you do it we're gonna have a post it's knowing us it's probably already up let's just be honest it's probably already mm-hmm. up um and it's going to have the picture. It's going to have all the content in terms of, hey, here's the books. Here's the Bible. Here's the shirt as like, hey, here's the mega like 100 episode giveaway. The and two for giveaway. The two for, I'm sorry. Two for giveaway. <laughs> and all you got to do is you have to like the post, share the post, and tag up to five people. That counts as a vote. But we decided to change it a little bit because we did we that did. last time. We did. If you want to put your name into the hat even more, you can do a second comment and tag five more people. And tag more five more people, up to 15 people you can tag. Every five people you tag equals one vote. Boom. Or Mic drop. leave a review over an Apple podcast, which we've been telling people just leave a review. It'd be, it would be helpful for you to leave a if review. If you have already left a review, that's okay. We don't judge for second reviews or third reviews. <laughs> <laughs> it helps. But seriously, we want to get this stuff out there. In fact, right. um, on Instagram, we posted the other day, hey, we want to follow some of your friends because we know if you're following us, right. we want to connect with your people too. So we we put something out on Instagram and we followed a couple of new people because yep. other people suggested us, which one person suggested the Instagram account, Christians Who Curse Sometimes, which people don't realize it, but we already Instagram friends. Yeah. Like we DM back and forth with that guy, like the, 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 the anonymous account owner of that that account um so i thought it's just funny to say like, yeah we already internet friends so we i <laughs> we i hopefully he listens that'd be pretty dope that'd be pretty that dope if, be if he listens and some other big timers that'd be really cool um but seriously that's all you got to do we just want to help get the word out now you might be asking us mark fuller i don't got social media what do i do oh. well this, I'm going to make a very bold statement and say, I, I don't know anyone who does not have some sort of Facebook or Instagram. I know a lot of them. Do you really? Oh, yeah. Well, then, is there something they can do? Let's say... Because um, we've had people... All right. They can go ahead and write us for a single entry at realtalkchristianpodcast at gmail.com, and they can get their second entry by giving us a call. It's 574-400-5352 and leaving a message with a question... With a question. That we are going to play the question on our 100th episode. So should we talk about the 100th episode then? Let's just talk about it. Let's skip the question in the box tonight. Yeah. I I mean, I know everybody likes it, and it's his last episode of the season. (laughs) Or at least we like it. I'm kind of excited about this conversation. (laughs) But tell us about it, dude. So there is going to be on our 100th episode so next week we are actually not going to be dropping the podcast well we are dropping the podcast we're, we're dropping on, it on thursday. thursday but if you don't hear it until thursday you've already missed it so we are actually going to have a live event on facebook on instagram on youtube it yep. will be live on all three of those now you will have the best audio quality on youtube because we're going straight from our sound system and our board into everything right exactly but uh we're going to be we're going to be on all three platforms and we're going to have the episode so i would strongly encourage you to go to youtube but if you don't want to go to youtube and you want to do facebook or you forgot and you pull it up on facebook you're going it's going to be there it's going to be poor quality audio and video because it's going to be going off our phones <laughs> well the quality of the video is going to be good but Maybe not well, the audio. Yeah. We'll see. We'll so see. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. But uh, yeah, so we're going to ask that uh, 
we're going to get involved with you guys. You guys are going to give us questions, and as we get to questions, we are going to read them and uh, discuss different questions. Um, now, leading up to that, if you would like to call and leave a message on our um, on our phone number, uh, we'll go ahead and we're going to play those questions and try to answer those questions. As many as we can. As many as we can get done and in our typical 45 minutes to an hour long episode. Yep. And while we're live, we will be taking questions from Facebook. Of Hopefully, course. I mean, we're going to do our best to keep up with all of those channels. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. I'm going to have a pad of paper and a pen and try to write down. And I'm going to have a I separate say. computer. I mean, we're, it's going to be nuts. But <laughs> it's if gonna you be legit. leave a voicemail, you get priority spot in the yep, question. Exactly. So, And, and I, this would be dope if people would leave their name. That'd be cool. Yeah, and just leave, say leave like, your, say, like, hey, Mark and Fuller, this is whoever. Here's my question. My name's, my name's Samantha from whatever Pittsburgh. Oh, from Pittsburgh, that's a good just, one. Just just say say first name and and kind of where you're from. And here's my question. Your city. Where what city are you from? And here's my question. And bam, hit, hit us with the question. So yeah, that's kind of the plan for next week on Wednesday, July 14th. Right? It was the 14th. That was, yeah, July, July 14th. 14th we're going live next Wednesday. 6 next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I stress it again, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So for all y'all who are in South Africa and Ireland and uh, well, Canada's kind just, of... Just look know, it up. Just, just look it up. Just Google it. Just, just Google it. <laughs> but we are going live. For, we've gone live before. We Black have. Friday we went live. Um, Easter we, or Good Friday. Uh, why I say Black Friday? Yeah, Good, Good Friday, Friday we went live. And then we've done random live things right. where we've drawn names for other giveaways. But not had the interaction with our Actual listeners. Actual people... Doing it, and it, I'm excited, bro. And you're gonna want to join in because at the end of this episode, the hundredth celebration episode of Real Talk Christian, is when we're going to be drawing the name of the winner yep. of the two for giveaway. Yep. Now, so, what happens? Because this 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 has happened. What happens if the person's name we draw does not contact us? Well, so what we're gonna do is we are we did it last time, the Mega Swag Bag giveaway. Remember, we gave them 24 hours to respond. So, and we we, we reach out to you. We reach out to you oh, in whatever course, way yeah. we, we. So twenty four hours to respond with your name and email and all you know, or not email your name and address. Yep. And so we know where to send it, and then your shirt color and size. Yep. And then uh, you'll end up getting it. When and we we'll get, get out as fast as we can. Exactly. But uh, if you don't respond in twenty four hours, then we're gonna have to move on and draw somebody else. So. So I'm excited for it, dude. Me too. Because we are about to close out season two. Season two episode already. now technically we've already surpassed a hundred episodes because we've had some bonus ones yeah but this is like actual actual episodes so we are at episode ninety nine today today dating and we are we have no new reviews to read we're not we doing don't. questions in a box no nope. we're doing a question that we have not even prepped for we're nope. just walking in we're just gonna do we're it. drinking some coffee that oh, Beth yeah. Schneider now my wife Beth Hyde first sent us from Knoxville this is a different blend it's actually a pretty good blend it is the uh, Dawn Patrol blend from Mahalo Coffee look them up Mahalo it's, I, I still think their Guatemala is my favorite coffee I've ever had did you say Paw Patrol. No, Dawn Patrol. It's a mix between Brazilian and Ethiopian, which yeah. Ethiopian is one of my favorites. Typically, I don't like blends, but this is a really, really good blend, and I would say go check them out. So this is one where you grind it up good enough. It, it, they say it's their espresso roast, but uh, I don't think it's dark enough no, to be the espresso. Not. It's it's definitely a it's not a dark roast, but it's not like your standard medium. It's more of a full city plus roast is what it is. I'd, I'd say that, yeah, because so. it does, and it doesn't have a like a, a strong punch. No, but it has the the velvety flavor that you typically get with that out of chocolatey it. stuff. Right. The, now the blueberry, the they, they say they're blueberries, and I think that's the I, thing. Oh, just, you man, can taste the blueberries. It's, it's definitely coming through. It's yep. really good. Yep. So we're drinking coffee from Mahalo Coffee in Mahalo. Knoxville, Tennessee. Which side note, supposedly the kids. I haven't gotten it yet, but they're getting me more coffee from random places. Uh, Hopefully, I mean, I yeah, might be it's getting called on my it. house. <laughs> Bolo, can we have a subscription? <laughs> <laughs> Once you get the house all in order, yeah, maybe right. we'll have a new studio too. Oh, I cannot wait! Yeah, so in season three, that's going to be the most exciting part. Is that shortly is after? Is it the most exciting? Because we got one more thing in our back pocket. Well, we do, but we're not. We can't talk about. But that we can't yet. talk about that yet. But season three, we're going to have new content, new studio. We're going to have new it's not going to be the question in the box anymore sorry nope. people there's something new coming out there too a little little get to know mark and fuller yep. newness. So. and for lack of a better word a new partnership we'll call it that Shh. 
Well, we should tell them on the hundredth episode. That sounds good. We'll tell them the last little thing on yeah. the hundredth episode. That sounds good. All right. But you should we get in today? Let's dive into this conversation. So we have no quotes. We have there's no, no flow. rewritten scripture. This is just straight up real talk. So let me ask you this, Fox. I'm gonna start the question, right? Because this is something that I think a lot of Christians are dealing with right now, mm. where they 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 look around people in the world and they're 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 trying to find somebody, they're trying to date somebody, and they're looking around their church, they're looking around where they're from, and they're like, I don't see nobody. Like you see those Christian meme pages where it's like people are like, Well, why don't you date anyone any of these nice boys at church? And it's like the nice boys at church and they're doing something completely stupid. Right. Like lighting each other's hair on fire. <laughs> like there's a lot of these memes that are that are all over the place. Right. But I want to ask you this. Okay. Because you have a different background than I do, where I, you I, you I followed do. Jesus and then you went off and did your own thing and then you came back. Chris Fuller, shame on you. Is this ever a question that you actually had to wrestle with with yourself personally, with with the potential relationship? Um, I I should have wrestled with it. I did not until um right before I met Janiel. That's when I started wrestling with it. Really? Okay. I don't think I know this. Uh, so for me, it was, I knew it was the right thing, but for me back then it was like, yeah, but she looks good. So what does it matter if she's a Christian <laughs> or not? I was shallow. I was very, very shallow and I was all about the looks. The personality was like, oh, I could take it or leave it. But if she's got good looks. So, so that was the standard by which Fuller I was, was looking for someone. Horrible. Do not recommend it at all. So Yeah. That's that's kind of where Fuller was at with it. What about you, Mark? You know, I've I don't want to say I've never dated an unbeliever. I mean, I have a very fun past the last couple of years, but um, I was in in the high school dating scene. Your boy was not that great. <laughs> ah. Even though I went to the Christian school, I went to a conservative Christian school and conservative Christian very church. Conservative. There was always that level of. You 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 got to look up front, and then you got uh, I don't want to say like that that little side piece that nobody knows about, but you have this relationship off to the side that's kind of, for lack of a better word, not honoring to Jesus. And and so when I dated somebody, um, I should say it's my it's not my first serious relationship. I my first serious dating relationship was with, she was a really good girl. Uh, started that relationship when I was a sophomore in high school. Right. Um dated uh, now my my ex-wife uh started dating her as a senior in high school mm. so when i actually dated somebody and not just fooled around and was an idiot and just doing whatever i wanted to do um they both proclaimed to love jesus and so i, I think part of it was the fact of i went to a christian school i went to the same church that this christian school was a part of like this was the people that i did life with on the daily right so it's not like who a lot of my teens who are in the public school mm-hmm. or you know people who are listening where there there's a lot of people who follow us that are out of college and they're still single right and or, it's like where do you or not in it? school at all and just out on a job in the real world exactly they're or or they're at a secular college and there's it's like okay so how do i find somebody because it's like all the christian dudes or all the christian girls are they're kind of weird, you know, I, I don't see anyone I'm attracted to, but that person over there, though, like, is it really that big of a deal? Because, you know, I've, I've talked with a lot of people over the years of uh, people who have dated, uh, let's just categorize it, um, people who are flat out unbelievers. I wouldn't call them like admit, like, like ardent atheists, but they just ain't believers. They don't love Jesus, but they respect the other person's faith and say, if you want to do church and you want to go do this, that's a hobby. Like I want to go, I want to go do this. You go do this. It's going to be all good, you know? Right. Or there's the other people where it's like, oh, I'm dating them. They say they're a Christian, but is that more of just their history? Mm. Do they just go to church? Do they actually love Jesus? Or is it more the fact of they, they go to church with me. So they, they at least, you know, check the box of, mm-hmm. oh, they're just a Christian. So it's fine. Um, and then there's the other side where they're dating someone who's of a different faith. Like I know some people who are Protestant dating Catholic or they're dating someone within like they're like, I, like I know someone who's a Baptist and they're dating a Pentecostal. And, mm. and so I, those aren't unbelievers, but at the same token, I think some of the verses that, that at least come to my mind, talk to those same exact parties. Okay. You know? Yeah. And I think this is the question that, that I get asked sometimes too. And I want to hear your thought on this question. If this is even the right question is, is it a sin to date an unbeliever? Mm. Not just is it wise, but is it a sin? Well, you know, 
I can give you the fundy answer. <laughs> give me the fun, which the 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 super conservative. Well, the fundy answer comes from scripture. Okay, and it comes from Second Corinthians six. Is that the unequally yoked one? Verse fourteen. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna read it in the ESV, and then oh, I'm gonna yep, read there it, it is. and then I'm gonna read it in the NLT because okay. some people don't know what yoked is, <laughs> and yep. uh, I don't want to confuse people. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do the ESV, which. You know, take it for what you want. <laughs> it's not King James. Sorry. So, uh, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? What accord has Christ with Belial? Or what portion does a believer share with an unbeliever? What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God. And God said, I will make my dwelling among them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Therefore, go out from their midst and be separate from them, says the Lord, and touch no unclean thing. Then I will welcome you, and I will be your father. I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. So, um, obviously, they're tying into Old Testament there. Um, Paul is. He's bringing in the Old Testament. Right. Yep. That, that whole thing. Um <clears throat> So if we go back a little bit, um, we, we see that it's talking some some type of, uh, I'm trying to see exactly how, there, there's been some, um, there's been some questioning of dealings with people outside the church, the chosen community okay. in Corinthians. <clears throat> and so... Um, it's it's one of those things that's uh okay let me I should go back. Uh, behold, now it uh, is a favorable time. Behold, uh, what now, verse are we in now? Uh, I just went all the way back to two. Okay, uh, so we're still Second Corinthians six two. Right, but I may not want to be there. I might want to go further down. Um. So verse 3, we put no obstacle in another's way so that uh, no fault may be found with our ministry, but as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way by great endurance in affliction, hardship, calamities, beatings, imprisonments, riots, labors, sleepless nights, hunger, by purity, knowledge, patience, kindness, the Holy Spirit, genuine love, by truthful speech and the power of God with the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left, through honor and dishonor. Through slander and praise, we treat as uh, we are treated as impostors, and yet are true, as unknown and yet well known, as dying and behold we live, as punished and yet not killed, as sorrowful yet not rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing yet possessing everything. We have spoken freely to you, Corinthians. Our heart is wide open. You are not restricted by us, but you are restricted in your own affections. In return, I speak as to children, widen your hearts also. Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. So that's where it ties in. Okay, so yeah, that buildup. So so what's that buildup leading to? Like Because from right here, it doesn't seem like it has anything to do with dating and marriage. So to me, it, it um, this is why it's the fundy answer, because it's the fundy's okay. number one, the number one um, passage that most fundamentalists could point to. Right, they'll say, and business dealings, and and church gatherings, and this it, it is always to this. Um, I don't see it. Okay, um, but they're basing it on. Let's look at the NLT. We're just going to look at fourteen and fifteen. Okay, New Living Translation. New, New Living Translation. Don't team up with those who are unbelievers. Who can righteousness? Uh, who can righteousness be a partner with wickedness? How can light live with darkness? What harmony can there be between Christ and the devil? How can a believer be a partner with an unbeliever? Okay, so this is the NLT. Kind of break okay. it down for it. Now, there's a couple things here. There's one that says, how can light live with darkness? Well, what did Christ say on the Sermon on the Mount? Let your light so shine before men. That they may see your good works so, and glorify so your Father in heaven. If, if there is no darkness and you're shining a light, I mean, so you see there has to be a light and darkness mix. Okay. You can't see the light if there's not darkness. If it's all light, you'll never right. see light. Because even Jesus said, you know, I'm not taking you out of the world, but I'm sending you into the world. Right. And so I think that that's what, um, I, I think this is misconstrued as, well, we can't have anything to do with the world. Okay. Um, 
I think it's more of, at least according to this scripture, um, keeping ourselves holy in dealing with the world. Hmm, okay, so 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 then go down that trail a little so, bit. Then I'll go to my thought. So it's uh, you know it's talking about in verse sixteen um, what union can be, uh, there be between God's temple and idols, right? Because we are the temple, for we are the temple of the living God. Mm-hmm. So there's two masters. There's the master of this world, and there's God, right? There's, okay. there's two masters, and and we know Scripture says no man can serve two masters. So in and the, this mindset here in the fundy world, um, I think the reason why they believe this is because by binding myself to, say, Mark, you're an unbelieving woman, and I'm, an, wow, I'm, I'm th- a believing man. Th- thanks for taking the hit on that one. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and I marry you, and we've become one now. Well, now I've bound myself to you. Mm-hmm. I've bound darkness with light and become one flesh um, creating a union between a temple and an idol basically verse 16 right and so I think that that's where a lot of this well you shouldn't um, comes from now going from that right the Mm -hmm. fundy answer based off the scripture and and kind of going back over into wisdom the wisdom side of things the logical side of things if I marry an unbeliever, they are not going to have the same wants that I have. My want is to follow Christ. Mm-hmm. My want is to raise my family as children of the living most high. And my unbelieving spouse is going to have a opposite want. Yeah, it's opposite wants and goals. and uh, th- But their opposite want is... So much so opposite that it's opposite from God's. So if my if my goal lines up with God, and if you're not lining up with God, you're lining up with the other master, then there's going to be strife. Right, and and that's where the the to go back to Second Corinthians. That's what the yoke means. I mean, the yoke was this contraption, wood contraption that was put onto the front of two two ox. two ox. Usually, yeah, two ox in order to do what plow a straight field. That was right. that, that was the idea of it. So the idea is, you know, you're not supposed to put two different animals together. Right, because if you put an ox and a donkey, the ox would pull one way. And it and, goes to a certain right. direction and, and not. And I do think that this has something to do where I even use this passage where I've counseled two believers mm-hmm. who have different goals in life to say, you know what, you're not equally yoked. Not, not necessarily to say, okay, you know, and that's why I want to say just because someone's a Christian doesn't mean you should marry the guy or marry the girl. But yeah, if you have different goals and different aspirations, like I know a, a Christian girl who she wants to be like, she wants to have a career. Mm-hmm. She wants to go out and she wants to, uh, I don't want to just say make money, but she wants to get the degrees and have a cool job and live in big cities. Well, if she decides to date another Christian guy, who's like, no, I just want you to be a stay at home wife and homeschool the kids. That's going to cause a lot of strife and friction in that relationship. I mean, now obviously people can change their their goals and their aspirations and their dreams, and that's serving one another. And I get that, but at the same token, you know, if you're Christians and are going different directions, that could cause pulling one way or the other. But specifically with you know an unbeliever, though, this is more my thought: is if you're, uh, I'll back it up even farther and use the wisdom side. If you're raising kids together, now this is coming from, you know, you have three kids, <laughs> I got seven. Raising kids is difficult. Mm-hmm. Raising kids is hard. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, Beth and I or you and Janiel are on different pages and we're not on the same team trying to raise this, that causes a lot of strife and conflict and grief and and pain and sorrow because we're not on the same team to try to even go in the same direction. And I've seen so many people in our church specifically where the husband's a believer, the wife's not, or vice versa, where the wife's a believer and the husband's not. And by the time some of these kids get to be teenagers and the one spouse is like, hey, it's time to go to church. And you know the kids are like, I don't want to go. Dad doesn't have to go. Mom doesn't have to go. And, the, and then the other spouse is like, yeah, let them choose. It's no really big deal. Mm. All of a sudden, like you're not going in the same direction right. and, and you're not going in that light. And then at the same token, we've talked about this even in the marriage conversations of soulmates of if I'm struggling and I'm having a bad day, my wife is supposed to encourage me and uplift me and, you know, 
lift me up. And then if, if she's having a bad day, it's supposed to be me who's supposed to lift her up and encourage her. But if we have a different, whole, complete different worldview and what the purpose of life is, what the purpose of the suffering is, what the purpose of these things are, are, are we able to uplift one another in the correct way mm-hmm. to say, you know, you know, this is what God says. Jesus still loves you. You know, we're, we're still going to the same thing. God knows what's going on. We're going to be okay. Right. Even though this is hard, we know God's got it. It's going to be okay. So let's look at, let's break that down okay. to, to the very basic of um, if you have two Christian believers okay. together, yep. they, though they may have different um, uh, stops along the way, the goal, the ultimate goal is the same. Right. At least it should be. Well, right. The, uh, Christ is the ultimate goal. Right, right. We're pushing forward towards Christ. Mm-hmm. And you can have rocky bumps and you're going to every once in a while have a distraction or you're going to want to do what you want to do. And that's something that has to be worked out. Or someone might have doubts. Someone might have church hurt. So there's the, life's but, difficult. But you're still, your ultimate goal is to live life together, to walk towards God. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Whereas with a believer and non-believer, you have one walking towards the goal of God and one walking towards the lust of their flesh. Right, whatever goal they decide, whatever whether it's it money is. or power, and it doesn't matter. I, I, so, uh, to give you an example, Janiel had a career mm-hmm. before we got married, and me, being a Christian man, came in and we got married, and she had a career, and. I said, hey, you know, I, I would love it if you stayed home with the kids when we started having kids. But if you don't want to, you don't have to because right. I love her. And you didn't make that choice for Janine. No, I didn't. I, I gave her the option. I, I gave her um, what I wanted, not what I was demanding of her. Mm-hmm. It was a, hey, this is what I would like to see. <laughs> I'd like to see you demand anything of Janiel. <laughs> yeah, I get slapped upside the head. But uh, We married very strong, strong women, my friend. God we knew, are thankful God for God them. knew that I had to have a strong woman. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so as we walk down the path, Janiel goes, I, I do feel like we need to, you know, it, it, and here's the thing. The, the problem when, you know, you're talking to to Christian couples thinking about marriage and they one wants to have a career and one does. God changes people all the time. It changes his children's thoughts and, and their aspirations constantly. Mm-hmm. Did I think 10 years ago that I wanted to be a podcaster? No. I wanted to be working on a big idea production, drawn Larry. <laughs> like that's what I wanted to be doing. And God's changed that. And Janiel wasn't even on the radar at that point. Well, not even close. And Janiel had aspirations of wanting to be a home interior designer and was going to school for it and um, she told me she was never going to have any of her own kids. She wanted to only adopt, and that was the only way she was going to have kids. And we have three of her own kids. Mm-hmm. So God changes plans. <laughs> What's that old saying? We make plans and God laughs. <laughs> and that's what we have to realize in a Christian walk, that your plans can change. Mm-hmm. That's not what you should be looking at. You shouldn't be looking at what's your goals, what's my goals, because both of our goals should be ultimately what does God want for us. And if together we get together and we seek out God through scripture, through prayer, through advice from those who we who we love and love us, God will direct our steps. Mm-hmm. He's promised he's going to do so. And you cannot have that when you are with somebody who doesn't share that with you, who doesn't believe, who doesn't um, who isn't convicted by the Holy Spirit, who doesn't even know who the Holy Spirit is. Or thinks it's some fantasy world. But what if there's someone hard. out there who is saying, you know, I'm, I'm dating this guy, I'm dating this girl, and you know what, they're encouraging me to go to my Bible. They're not a believer, but they're like, hey, like this is, you're a follower of Jesus, aren't you supposed to be doing this? Like, yeah, go to church, go to Bible study, do your thing. It's in, in the same way of, I have my thing, you got your thing. Like, sure. And they're, and if someone's like, well, they're an unbeliever, but they're a good person, they respect my boundaries, they're not pushing sexual lines, they're encouraging me to go to church. So what's the What's the problem? So you have to remember one thing that is pretty well established out amongst all human beings. When we're in a dating relationship, mm-hmm. when we're getting to know each other, everybody puts their best foot forward. That's true. And so just because they're encouraging now don't mean they're going to be encouraging later. Mm-hmm. We know this. We live marriage. We know it. <laughs> Life gets hard. Uh, yeah. And, and sometimes it's not easy and it's not fun. And guess what? That's where it really comes into play. This is where, how str- strong is your marriage? How true is your love? Are you going to stick it out no matter what? 
and those who walk together in unity with Christ and who take their vows seriously and who don't break their vows Mm -hmm. and leave, those people will stay together. They'll be stronger for it once they get through the trial. Now, I get that there's circumstances that are out of our control. And I'm, I'm not saying that to say that people who are divorced, oh, you guys just couldn't stick it through. That's not what I'm saying because we don't always have a choice. Our choice, as you know, Mark, our choice can be that, no, we want to stick it through and walk through this together, and the other person says, uh-uh, I'm out. Mm-hmm. And that's not a choice on us. Or there could be something where you and your children's lives are in danger, and you have to get out to protect. And, and that's a whole different scenario. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I'm not talking about those situations. I'm talking about how many times have you heard? I just don't love. I just don't love so and so anymore. Mm-hmm. I just don't love. So-. Well, guess what? Janelle attests to this, and I'll attest to it too. I don't always feel like loving my wife. Nor does my wife always feel like loving me. Love is a choice. It's I don't not know a, how she wouldn't want to love you, it's, big guy. It's but love isn't a feeling. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. And that's what we talk about with the soulmates is the fact of you have a spouse and you're now choosing that this person right. will be my spouse and you love their socks off. If God looked at you, is he choosing to love you or does he feel like loving you? I don't think he feels like loving Man, you Man, sometimes I think, I think he feels like knocking me upside the head and <laughs> taking me out, but he chooses to love me. And that choice, that is so much stronger than a feeling. So that's with, with safe people. Again, you don't have that. You don't have that commitment to one another to not just serving each other and becoming one, but doing so to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. That's what marriage is about. That's what relationships are about. It's it's not about us. It's not about an uchi gucci feeling or sexual pleasure with, with another person. It's about coming together. And in those acts, it glorifies God. It's, it's taking two different personalities, two different halves, I say, of God. It's like God put one half of himself and you and one half of himself and Beth, and he brought you two together so you could see the full glory of him through each other. And not only that, but be helpmates and help each other in those times. So as you're running the race and you fall down, there's someone there to pick you up. And it's encouraging to do it together. You know, uh, right. Carrie and uh, Tony Newoff, uh, Carrie Newoff, uh, he's the Carrie Newoff Leadership Podcast. Uh, he was founding pastor of Connexus Church, his marriage almost didn't make it. And him and his wife talk openly about it. I don't know if you've heard their story. Um, it's it's a really powerful story, really, really cool. But something that they figured out along the way is they said intimacy is shared experience. Mm-hmm. Intimacy is not just, you know, it's it's not just being physically together. We're cuddling, you know, making out sex, all these different things. Like, that's what most people think. Oh, that's intimacy. That's in, being intimate with one another. But he's like, oh, obviously. He's like, yeah, obviously that's a part of it. But the biggest thing is shared experience because you share right. that together. But they're like, you know, we used to have different hobbies. He's like, I hated camping. My wife loved it. My boys loved it. So I decided to do that. And he's like, I love doing this. She hated it. But she decided to do that with me right. rather than we each have our own thing. Let's do it together. And I'm thinking in terms of the Christian community, what are we called to do as as fellow Christians? We're we're called to go out and serve our neighbors and love our neighbors and do these shared intimate things. Right. And you know, obviously, there's different seasons where we have seven kids at home. Oh, Beth and I are not able to just go out and serve our community willy nilly. We got three two year olds. Like we just can't do that. But I know other couples who are empty nesters who any chance this church has an opportunity to go out and serve, like they're out there, they're leading right. it, they're doing it. Or they have teenagers, they just come along that's for the great. ride. And that's great. Or even young couples that are getting together. Yeah, like that's what, I mean, that's what the beautiful thing about being young and married with no kids is, is right. you can go serve, you can serve the crap out of people right. and serve in the church. But, you know, it, I'm sharing, talking about the shared experience, that intimate feeling of going to church together, serving together, serving in their kids' ministry, student ministry together. Right. You know, I've seen... Um, Honestly, I have seen relationships grow because the husband and the wife decided I'm, I, we want to serve in the student ministry together right? or children's ministry together. Not just, oh, I'm going to serve and you're going to serve and we each other, but we're going to do this together. And right. that's not, not everybody's called to that. And I, and I get that. Well, but, and, but if intimacy and, is shared experiences right. and you're a Christian, your entire life is supposed to be revolved around this, the, this idea of the gospel and the idea of Jesus. And if you can't have a shared experience with your partner about that, Right. Does that hurt your intimacy? And I think it does. I, I think that marriage being set up by God is at its most perfect state mm-hmm. with two people that are serving God. Right. And cannot, not of lack of trying, but just cannot 
be at that state with a believer and unbeliever. Mm-hmm. Now, and it's funny. So I want to I want to kind of rabbit trail a little bit. Okay. Okay. A little bit, and and let's move into this next okay. spot. So Mark, oh, l- listen, I I'm. I know they're not saved, but they're willing to go to church with me. I'm with them praying that God's going to save them, and that's why I'm with them. Okay. Am I okay with that? Am I okay to date that person? Am I okay to marry that person out of hopes that they become a Christian? My answer, and it's always been this, is why do you feel like you have to be in a dating relationship with them? Right. You know? Right. Like, why can't it be platonic? Why can't it, like, like why is the goal always, that, oh, they're opposite sex, so I have to date this person. Well, because they're more committed when we're dating. Which is Art. true, which but, is true, but, but at the same time. If we weren't dating, they may not be around just as a friend to come to church, Mark. So right. that, that's, and I really, Mark, I really like them. I mean, they treat me really, really well. Just because, it, it, now we talked about it, when you're dating, put your best foot forward, Um but just because it's called missionary dating, just because right. missionary dating does work in some contexts doesn't mean it always works. And it's not always encouraging. Now I'm not saying like, like let's say like a girl's going out with a guy and they're, they've, they've gone on a date, second date and she's trying to figure this out. And she's like, okay, he's not really a believer, but I'm not sure how to end this relationship. I, I don't fully know how to do that, except you set up very strict boundaries of we're going to be friends Yo, we can go hang out. We can go together in groups, but we're not a dating relationship. This is not going somewhere because right. the purpose of dating is literally to say, "Chris, I want to see if you're if you're going to be good enough to be my partner in life." Well, and, not, and just because yeah. I'm not marrying, not just because you're, I've like, okay, they're not a believer. They don't have the same values as I do. Just because they don't have that doesn't mean you just kick them out of your life either. But you got to set up those strict boundaries of. We're not in a relationship. We're not going forward towards marriage, so we're not going to act like a couple. We're not going to be friends with benefits. Well, we, we have two problems in, in our society, in our Christian society. We have two mm-hmm. problems. One, you, you touched on it, missionary dating. Right. It's a savior complex. Mm. You want Go to into that them. a little bit. Go into that you a little bit. You want to save them, You mm. so you're with them, so mm-hmm. they can get saved. Because you like them, you want them saved. And so you're going to stay with them, So that, but you don't save. There's no guarantee that they will ever come. So either you're wasting your time or you're really just using that as an excuse to get what you want and not what God wants. Right. And so we have to be careful not to do a missionary dating stuff. Right. That is not the purpose of it. You, you, you touched on it. What's the purpose of dating? Well, the purpose of dating is to get to know somebody to be a potential partner for life. And again, you know, I think of, like, like I'm just going to say their names because we've had them on the podcast, but Jagger and Gab. Gabrielle, she loved Jesus. I mean, she got baptized just, uh, what was that, two years ago maybe? But when her and Jagger started dating, she wasn't a believer. Right. She was just curious. Right. And Jagger, on our podcast, he flat out said, guys, he goes, I know I did it, but he said, don't missionary date. Right. Homeboy even said it. Right. And he he just got engaged this past week to, to two, Gab. Two weeks ago. Two, is it, has it already been two weeks? I think it was two weeks Yeah, because we were at the engagement party. That was two Wednesdays ago. Or two Thursdays ago, something like that. I don't know. Whatever it was. But but he just got engaged, which congratulations to you guys. They're getting married, I think, next spring. Um, and your boys better be invited. Oh, well, your, your boy's <laughs> in the wedding. Your boy's oh, a groomsman. I'm talking about your boys. Oh, oh, oh. This oh. guy. Invite the fellas. They, they, they give really good wedding gifts. I'm just saying. But, um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's the only reason why That's he wanted the only this reason. <laughs> but, you know, like, but they, they are going to get married and right. they both love Jesus and they both serve in the church and it's a really cool story. But and, and that doesn't God, mean should, well, that God, should be the end goal either. God you know? can do anything, but that we shouldn't go into a, a relationship expecting. Right. We are not God. Right. And again, I've said this to so many teenagers. I'm like, why do you feel like you have to, exclusively call them out to be separated from the pack as yours. Why can't you still be friends? So, you know, the, the, you know, that's the first, the first aspect I wanted to touch on with that's wrong with our Christian society today is number two is the fact that we so desperately long for the affection of another Mm. that we're willing to date just about anything that walks and breathes just, well, not, we have standards, but we're just about, it doesn't matter if we're, we're just about at the point where it doesn't matter if you're saved or not. Mm-hmm. Because, well, I'm just dating you and I'm dating you with the expect because I'm lonely or because uh, I want to be, I want to look good socially. So I'm dating you, but 
I know that we're probably not going to get married. This isn't like me dating you looking for a life partner. This is just me dating to date. To have fun and have have yeah. someone to do things with. Right. And I'm like, not, not just I'm lonely, but at the same token, you're lonely. Well, so we, we have, that's in, the, in Christian church, that should never be the goal of dating. This is why they did courtship back in the day. Like mm. you, you were committed. <laughs> like <laughs> courtship, you were married. You were just getting to know each other before you got married. Right. Um, it, it protected from this type of thing. And I see it so prevalent in the church today. It was prevalent in my own life. And that's why I can speak to it out of personal experience to know I was just dating to have fun. Mm. I was just dating to date. I was dating because I was lonely. I mean, the, just different faucets of life. I dated for different reasons. And it wasn't until I met my wife that I said, no, I'm dating because this is the one. And she always makes fun of me, fun of me on the, our second date. I go, Janelle. She's like, yeah. At the, in the parking lot out at my apartment. I go, Janelle, I love you. And I already know that I'm going to marry you. And she, at the second date, she's like, <laughs> uh, they, they, they always she, say, she don't, don't kiss on the first date. Fo is like, I'm just going to tell I love I'm going to marry on the second date. She's like, uh, thanks. Man. She said, uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> can, can you finish the story, though? That, that, can you finish the story? Well, can you finish the story? She was, uh, she was a little um, weirded out a little bit. Okay. But, I mean, seven and a half years later, we're married with three kids. <laughs> I still can't believe you got a tattoo of her name. While we were dating. Yeah. Yeah. Your boy was weird. <laughs> It worked. It did. Well, I, she didn't even want me to do it. I'm like, no, I'm doing it because I'm showing my commitment to you. This is descriptive, not prescriptive. Right. This is just what Fuller did. Yeah. Not what yes. everybody should do. Yes. This is not what I'm recommending to do. This is just what dumb dumb over here did. Mm -hmm. so, so, you know, and, and I know we're getting close to, to land the plane time, but a couple questions pop up in my head. Maybe we can answer them quick. The first one is, is if someone's listening, they're like, you know what? I'm dating somebody and either I don't know if they're a believer or they're definitely not, you know, what should I do? Should I just kick them to the curb, kick her to the curb? What should we do? And then the second one is, and I've heard this from other believers, is they say, what happens if I date someone, get married to someone, and then they're one of those people who go and become an ex-evangelical or like mm. the, 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 like the, the people who like, like we've seen people who are mega church pastors. We've seen people who were worship pastors. We've seen people who, we're Christian authors, Christian influencers, Christian mm -hmm. speakers. And now 10 years down the road of their marriage with multiple kids, they go, yeah, I'm done. I'm done with God. And all of a sudden right. it's like, yo, um, what? And so I've heard even people, and then I've heard people look at my life and you know, they're like, Mark, you were a pastor. Right. You were married to someone who's a believer and now look at you. Right. Like, I don't even know if I've said this word on the podcast, but it's like your wife had an affair and left. Right. So how do I know that? Just because I marry a believer, that's it's going to work out in the way it's supposed to go. Or if I just marry an unbeliever who just loves me and promises never to leave me, what's really the big difference? Like there's still there's still a risk of the unknown in the future of what's going to happen. So I want to answer that question first, and then we'll answer the question of if someone's dating an unbeliever, what should they do? So you're married to somebody, right? And they are, we're going to, we're going to do both. I'm going to just say it both ways and it's, it's going to be the same answer. Okay. So you're dating or you're married to somebody you've dated. Now you're married to somebody who's an unbeliever. What do I do? Mm -hmm. Or I'm married to somebody who was a believer, but now has renounced the faith. What do I do? Right. And I think, um, it's summed up and I'm trying to remember what scripture it was. I, I know. It, I, I feel like it's first Corinthians. I think it is too, where Paul basically, I'm, I'm going to give you the, the paraphrased, but uh, the, the, the CSB, the Christian standard Bible, Christians fuller standard no, Bible, the, the FSB, the fuller standard Bible, <laughs> <laughs> the paraphrase more than the message here. <laughs> Let's go for it. But basically if you are married and you're married to a non-Christian, stay as you are. And if you're married to a Christian who has now renounced the faith, stay as you are. Oh, it's 1 Corinthians. Yep, 1 Corinthians That's 7, 12 through 14. Go ahead and read it off. My, my Bible's loading. Um, yeah. To the rest, I say, this is ESV, by the way, just because it loaded very, very quickly. I'm sorry. Um, even though we're giving away CSB. That's all good. We, 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 we uh, like to the rest, I say, I, not the Lord, that if any brother has a wife who is an unbeliever and she consents to live with him, he should not divorce her. If any woman has a husband who is an unbeliever and he consents to live with her, 
she should not divorce him. For the unbelieving husband is made holy because of his wife, and the unbelieving wife is made holy because of her husband. Otherwise, your children should be unclean. But as it is, they are holy, which that's a whole different conversation. That, yeah. But it says, but if the unbelieving partner separates, let it be so. Right. In such cases, the brother or sister is no is not enslaved. In other words, their 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 covenant is no longer valid. Is that the best way to say it? It's they're being they're released of their marital they're re- duties. They're released if the other person leaves. Right. Yep. Uh, and it says God has called you to peace. And for how do you know, wife, whether you will save your husband, or how do you know, husband, whether you should save your wife? Only right. let each person. This is the, this is what I love about Paul. Is just all these things happen, but make sure you focus on you because right. it says only let each person lead the life that the Lord has assigned to him and to which God has called him. Well, and it's not it's not so much just focus on me. Like okay, I got to just. It's saying hey. You follow Christ. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can. You can only handle. You can only control don't, you. Don't worry about tomorrow. Yep. Tomorrow takes for care of itself. Or Philippians two four. Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything with prayer and thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. Mm-hmm. You don't. And the Bible to, talks about persistence in prayer. Right. So this happens. It happens a lot. How many non-believers are out out there married, and somebody gets saved, and now that's a it's an unequally yoked situation. Right. It happens. So you're there. You're the influence right now. Um, you should never put away your wife or husband. You should that being put away meaning you shouldn't divorce them just because they're. You're called now to live the gospel out every single every day. single day in the roughest situation. Honestly, I could not imagine having to do that. And I'm telling you, they are going to be the roughest situations because they will not understand. How can darkness mix with light? We read that earlier in, in 2 Corinthians 6. But not only that, even though you're the light, darkness doesn't understand light. It mm-hmm. only understands darkness. It's the renewing of our mind that the Holy Spirit does that opens our eyes and illuminates us to the truth. So show grace. Be humble. Be merciful. Be patient. Be kind. Be loving. Show the fruits of the Spirit to your spouse in that situation. Mm-hmm. All right. So now, we- now to the person who is dating an unbeliever. So you know, you got Joe or you got Jane, and they're dating. So vice versa. So and they're like, I'm a believer, so and Joe- I'm working on my own faith. But my, I love my partner. I love my boyfriend. Love my girlfriend. They're the. I feel like they could be the one, but they're not a believer. So Jane is a believer de- dating unbelieving Joe. I like- poor, poor Joe. Poor, poor Joe. Joe. Oh Joe. Oh little <laughs> Joe. Right. Sorry. No. 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 Kids. No. Wait. 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 So wait. Is it? Is it Joe? Joe Doe? No. John Doe, Jane Doe, and John Doe, right? Yeah. Okay, so so Jane's dating John because I like the dose. I like just dose. That's what I'm saying. Jane's the doe, a deer. Sorry, singing always happens with my mind. It, that's I'm true. a weirdy. So so anywho, so Anyways, so Jay's so, dating the other Jay, and one's saved and one's not. Here's here's, I'm going to say this as gent, as gently as Speak I can. Speak the truth in love, brother. Um, if you are dating somebody who is an unbeliever, an unbeliever. Uh, you are doing an injustice to them. You are putting something on them that is unfair. Oh, crap. I didn't see you going that way. And the reason why I say that is because you're putting the holiness of God at their doorstep, and if they leave you, it's going to make them feel and look like a monster. (laughs) Like, Hmm. it's just not fair to them. Um, they, They don't understand God's ways. Um, they don't understand his thoughts, and the way you live is going to be different than the way they live. And knowing a lot of unbelievers, they're going to feel like they need to, especially during the dating period, live up to these expectations. And that would be, if it led into marriage, that'd be catastrophic because mm-hmm. there's no truth of validity in the relationship. It's built on a on a mound of lies because they are trying to impress, and they like you. And they don't understand your ways, but they're going to do your ways because they like you. Old Joe Doe over here is going to be like, all right, I'll go to church with her. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll encourage her to do her Bible study. It's it's, a unfair, it's an unfair thing to ask of an unbeliever. Mm-hmm. As believers, we should not require or ask any of those types of things of those who are unsaved. We should just present the gospel. This is why I would say if you are in that dating relationship, you would have to gently and, and truthfully and easily let them go. Right. And and I think it's actually not a bad thing to say, look, 
I'm a, like, I, be completely honest and exactly. don't, don't, don't have this little, like, I always say it's like, oh God, I, I think it's God's will for us to break. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're, I'm saying maybe, it or I got a better but, one. Oh, for oh, you. what's the other one? So Janelle was broken up with when she was younger with, uh, what is that? Jeremiah, uh, uh, 29. Someone f- for, I know the plans I have for you. Yeah. He's a, yeah, yeah, exactly. Broke up with her <laughs> for, I know How? the plans. Oh, see, it's not in the plans of God because you know, Jeremiah says for, I know the plans that I have for you. And it's like, wait, what? That makes no sense. <laughs> Just flat out say, I don't want to date you. Yeah. Anymore. That's but, a coward's way to do but, it. But if, if you look at someone truthfully and say, I can't date you because I'm looking towards marriage. And for me as a Christian, I need to be with someone of, of like-minded faith and practice. I need to be with someone who will encourage me in my faith, and I can encourage them in their faith. And sadly, right now, it's just not you. And and honestly, that could be a powerful testimony. I'm choosing to follow God over you. But p- don't, please don't make the mistake of, and if things change later on in your life, that's missionary dating. That's like missionary right. talk right or there. People, like, oh, and, and people are oh, oh, fine, I'll go to church with you. Because I'll do this. you're going to get what happened. Um, to some people, I'm not going to say who it is because I don't have their permission, but but people you know, people that are very, very close to me within my family of where my sister, oh, I just said it now, <laughs> <laughs> but in the beginning, my sister was a Christian and my brother-in-law wasn't a Christian and he came to church and got saved for my sister. Now, since then, his mindset has changed on it, hmm. but in the beginning, he was missionary saved just to be with my sister. Right. That was it. That was the only reason why he came to church. Uh, now God worked on his heart. And again, it, it, just because you break up with somebody doesn't mean you have to toss them to the no, roadside. Can, now you might you, you have to have some separation because if you keep flirting with a oh we're breaking up or we're still acting the exact same way, you're going to end up in that same relationship again. You got to set strict boundaries. Again, it's not fair Texting, to that. Talking, it's not fair. But at the same token, if someone's like, hey, but if you want to come to church with me and figure out just why why I am about my faith to come with me on Sunday. And that's not a, a trick. That's because if you truly do love someone, but you're going to want them to meet Jesus. But if you have you know? a close relationship with that person, you may not be the person to have those conversations. With it's true. Or invite them to church or invite them to read scripture with you or do whatever. It may not be you and you have to be okay with that. If you are in a close relationship, there's no way, and you know this. There's just no like, way you can do there's it. There's no way you can do it. You just need to make a clean separation and lay it out for him. Like, I'm a believer, and um, my goal is to please God in every way and in every part of my life, and I feel it's unfair to you to put expectations on you that you can't live up to. And that you never asked to live up and to. And that you never asked to live up to. Mm. And so um, I would love to stay friends with you. Um, but our but again, stick that stick boundary. Our friendship's gonna look a little different. I'm okay with hanging out with other friends and you and all this. And I'm so so sorry. I'm so so sorry if I've hurt you. I'm so and make that ultimately clear. I'm so sorry if I hurt you. I never meant to hurt you. Um, I just have to be obedient to my Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not out of hate or out of spite or out of not wanting to be with you. It's it's really out of love mm. for you. And out of love for my Savior, that I have to make this choice. And if there's someone here, and hopefully people aren't not listening to this because they're married or they're dating or whatever, um, but if someone is dating someone who is a Christian, just because they are a Christian doesn't mean you have to marry them. Right. You know, you still have to use wisdom. You still have to use understanding, and you still have to seek counsel of those who are around you. But with this episode primarily focused on the unbeliever, you know, with the whole unequally yoked thing, I mean, I think it would be just as difficult to potentially even start a business with. I mean, maybe it's easy to start a business with if you're a believer and someone else is an unbeliever. But, you know, this is basically saying you are choosing to do your life with this person till death do you part. Right. And if you're supposed to be called to do this together with somebody and they're not going along the same round with you, I mean, either you're going to get tired and worn out. I mean, maybe they'll come to know Jesus. That would be super cool too. But at the same token, what are we called to do? We're called to follow God. We're supposed to raise our children in the ways of the Lord. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to honor and glorify him with all that we say or do. And I don't think, I want to say this, I don't think it's a sin to if you get married to an unbeliever. But I think that's a very unwise move. Very unwise move. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. I, I do, I mean, see, it's a tough one. Because mm-hmm. because a sin is anything that goes against God and His 
and because you know, you're, who he you, is. Well, you're combining just like verse. But six, again, it talks about six, light, sixteen. So, yeah. Said said like a temple and an idol. Mm-hmm. That's what you're. That's what you're doing. That's what you're joining together. So, uh, so it, it's I, one of those ones where I, I'm not going to be a Pharisee in the Mishnah saying yes, it's a sin and it's a sin for the following sin. reasons. Uh, I'm going to say. Just like what you said, it's very unwise, and I would highly recommend not to do it. And just remember that ultimately, Mark and I aren't going to have to answer for it. You will have to answer for it. Mm-hmm. Now, on the flip side, as I'm going to, this is my final thought here. I'm going to land the plane. Then after this, we'll do some fun facts, my guy. So, I would like to encourage those who are dating to re-examine the relationship, whether you're dating a Christian or you're dating a non-Christian, and really think and pray about and ask advice what you think God would have you do. Is this person somebody who's going to push you closer to Christ or take you further away from Christ? Are they being that helpmate-type material, or are they not? I would also encourage if you're not if you're dating, but you're not dating to have a final relationship looking for a spouse. If you're just playing the game. You're wasting your time. You're gaining up baggage that eventually you will take into a marriage. And I, I'd highly recommend. And, and we I know both it's not brought, and, we're, and I mean, both of us have baggage we brought in. Well, this is coming from a guy who lived the <laughs> lifestyle. So, yeah, right. And I'm telling you, it's baggage, and you don't want to bring it into your marriage because it causes heartache. Now, to those who are married, married to a Christian, Christians, Christians married, I would encourage you to recommit yourself to your spouse every day, just like we recommit our our allegiance to God every day. Mm-hmm. I, I highly suggest that you do that with your spouse. Commit this, and it doesn't have to be like, "Oh, honey, I'm Marco. I'm recommitting to you today." It just it's an active just choice, in your, just in your quiet time, saying, "Hey, today I choose," because I made a commitment not only to my spouse but to God. And as a Christian, I'm supposed to uphold these commitments, these covenants. I'm supposed to uphold, and I will do everything today. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to worry about what the other person does. I'm not going to worry about what Mark does to me if he loves me or if he's committing himself to me, but I am going to recommit myself to Mark every day. I'm going to recommit myself to Janiel every day. And that will help you in those hard times when you really mm-hmm. feel like slapping somebody. <laughs> if you refocus that I am doing this, I'm making this commitment not only to God, but to my spouse. And if there's a single person out there, you know, obviously this is something that I've never had to deal with. I first got married at 20 and then married Beth couple years later and I know for you you always had somebody and then when you had to Janiel life got crazy flipped around then things are just going and you know if someone's out there who's single and they're they're getting tired they're getting bored they're getting lonely they're all 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 these different things they're just tired of like they're they're ready to hit that tinder to go find somebody to date um don't waste the singleness either and don't you don't have to wait around till you're married to go serve you don't have to wait till you're married to have your life complete. You know, I think of Beth, she wasn't looking for me when when we oops interviewed her for the podcast. She was like, you know what? I'm single. I want to go to the mission field. God keeps closing that door. I can, I can take some, makes some, some so, foster kids. And that was her personal ministry. That's why Paul says, I wish that you would all be as I am. Why? Because it's so much easier to be in the mission field, to be doing God's work when you're I mean, not. John the, uh, John Stott, I believe, was single his whole life. Right. And he's written hundreds of books and, and sermons. Not and saying that married, you can't do that. Or, no. Or, you know, it's just God, saying God's the creator God of can use you wherever you're at. But being single, God can use you greatly because there's nothing tying you back. And right. not that tying, you know, being married is. But it's like a fact. Back, but, but you have to put, we have stuff with the kids. We have stuff with. You have responsibilities. Spouse. There's responsibilities that right. have to be taken care of. That if I you're can't, single, you don't have to. If I was single right now. I would probably be like, all right, hey, Joe Frerick, I'm jumping on a plane to come to I'm Peru. I'm going to Peru. I'm going to Peru for a week. But I can't do that because I have a family. That's what Beth did when she was single. Right, exactly. And, and it's just something that when you're married with kids, you have responsibilities you need to take. And I mean, I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to be away from my wife or my kids. I love my wife and my kids. I love spending every minute that I can with them. Mm-hmm. So to me, it'd be like, uh, I could go do this, but nah, I'd rather stay at home. <laughs> and that happens a lot. It's true. So. It's true. Anyways. Well, yeah, so if you guys have stuck around this long, you know we, us, we're talkers. We're going to give you a treat. It's time for Fun Facts with Fuller. Time for Fun Facts with Fuller. <laughs> 
I was hoping that transition would be a little smoother, but it wasn't. That's all right. <laughs> you know what? Dude, so we came in with no fun fact prep for this episode. We so didn't. I had to did find you one. find one really fast? I, I did, and I did it in light of my daughters. All right. In light of your daughters? Because on okay. YouTube, we got to watch Barbies every day. So this is a Barbie. Do you guys still watch Anya and Elsia? Oh, yeah. So yeah. This is a Barbie fun fact. Oh, okay. All okay. Right. So the Barbie doll's full name is Barbara Mill- Millicent. Barbara Millicent Roberts from Willows, Wisconsin. Her birthday is March 9th, 1959, when she was first displayed at the New York Toy Fair. That's so so say that full name again. Bar- Barbara Millicent Roberts. That's on her and now it's just Barbie. Now it's just I'm Barbie. There. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. Ha, ha, ha. That's, that, that's a very inappropriate <laughs> yeah, song. I know. That's why I went that. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, we went and saw the uh, Barbie exhibit at the Indianapolis Children's Museum just nice. this past month, actually. It's actually pretty cool. It's cool what they do. But either way, guys, we have ended episode 99. Join us live This is next the end Wednesday of season two. Of a normal episode. Yep. This is it. This is it. So next Wednesday, again, we're going live at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Right. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. It might be just a little after 6. We're going to do our best to get all those. There's a lot of things to put together. It's going to be worth waiting a few minutes if we're a little late. If we're a little late, that's okay. Just hang out, chat with us. It's going to be a good time. And just, I don't want to say just like always yet because we're not at that point. But the giveaway is live. Make sure you tag your friends. Comment on it, share it, send us an email. If you want to be featured on the podcast with your question, it'd be so cool. Just leave a leave us a voicemail. Yeah. Your name, where you're from. I'm gonna do the full thing. Just hey, I'm Mark from South Bend. Here's my question for you guys. And boop, there's yep. the question. Now we are gonna screen the question. So if it's a completely idiotic question, we ain't gonna do it. That's why we're not doing a call in. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna make sure it stays PG. So, well, I'm weird to pass PG today because I said the or sex, but we're PG-13 either way. So, but we want to make sure that we have a good conversation with that. So you can chat with us on YouTube, chat with us on Facebook, Instagram, all the fun ways. Go to realtalkchristianpodcast.com. If you want to know more about certain areas of your faith, we've made it really easy with categories too. Just go to the homepage, say, I want to learn about my Christian walk and you'll click that button and see only episodes specific to that topic, which is actually super cool. Realtalkchristianpodcast.com. Anything else you want to say before we end episode 99, my dude? Looking forward to next week. (laughs) Me too, man. Well, hey, until next time, guys. Take it easy.